Good morning. What's going on, Transformation Church? Welcome to Church Online this morning. We believe that you're going to have an amazing experience today. It's already been an awesome morning worshiping with you. Uh, if you're new to our environment, thanks for hanging out with us online. You can uh, just uh, hit the tab and let us know that you're new or text guest, TC guest into the, the link that you'll find in the chat right there. We're honored that you'd hang out with us today. Uh, we gather every week around the Word of God. We believe that Jesus is here and anything can happen. And so we believe that as we open up to Him and His Word, things change. We don't gather around philosophy. We don't gather around rules. We don't gather around religion. We gather around a relationship with a man named Jesus, and uh, we believe that he really changes everything. So if you'd open your heart up today with me, we're going to jump into the fourth part of this series we've been in. We've been in a series called Unshakable Life. Unshakable Life. I, I think that it's so important in these times <clears throat> to know that we can have an unshakable life because we have an unshakable God. God is not caught off guard by Corona. He's not caught off guard by COVID. He is seated on a throne. He is ruling and reigning from heaven still. And he's working everything out for his purpose and his glory. And so we believe that we can have an unshakable life. The first week we looked at uh, the first foundation of an unshakable life. That's godly worship. And then we looked at a second foundation, and that's godly community. And uh, we have community groups, uh, connect groups, we call them, online. We're doing Zoom connect groups every week. There's one for you you can jump into. It'd be great for you to check that out uh, on our website or in our chat. And then, and then last week, we looked at godly purpose. Really, that a foundation of an unshakable life is, is discovering your purpose, that you have a purpose and you have a destiny, that God designed you with a destiny. And uh, if you're breathing, you still have purpose. So I want to encourage you uh, that when you got saved, that was the greatest day of your life. And then the day you figure out why is the second greatest day of your life. A lot of times we get saved and, we, and we're just saved. We don't know why. But the day you got saved and the day you figure out why are the two greatest days in your life. And so we're going to look at the fourth foundation today of, of unshakable life. And I think it's important on the heels of purpose. I attached it to the number four right after purpose on purpose. Uh, and it's very important that, that there's a strong connection to this fourth foundation that you would have purpose. And then there'd be a strong connection to this fourth foundation I'm going to talk about today, especially right now in this season. Come on, isn't connection so important? Like connection right now is more important than ever. Not just the connection to others because we're kind of isolated but think about it like connection digitally like we are we are in a digital world right now everything is online and how important is it to have a good wi-fi connection come on somebody how, if, if your connection goes bad in your house right now like it is all out it's worse than even corona it's all out panic it's it, i mean kids are screaming people are running i'm grabbing the router plugging the thing in wait 30 seconds is it 10 seconds is it 30 seconds is it 15 seconds which button do i hit did i pull the wrong power cord i mean it's pandemonium if there's a bad connection it's so important we're doing zoom meetings everything zoom 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 meetings if you're if you don't have stock in zoom go buy stock in zoom i'm not saying that from the lord but just i mean it's be a good idea but think about this, like, like we're doing interviews on Zoom, we're doing, we're doing staff meetings on Zoom, we're doing business on Zoom, we're doing family connections on Zoom. And, and if you notice that if you have a bad connection with all the Zoom stuff, like Zoom stops Zooming, I'm like, I'm look, it's been weird like trying to do these Zoom calls. We did an interview and we do staff meetings and when we're having this Zoom stuff, if the connection's bad, in a Zoom meeting, everything begins to go in slow motion. It's like, hello. I don't know if you've experienced it, but like, I am Drew. That's our, that's our executive pastor. I'm making fun of him right now. But like, he, he always has a bad 
connection at his house. And so I don't know what happens. He says he doesn't and it's not him, but he's the one that freezes up and it gets weird. And, and then there's other times we've had interviews and like somebody's connection drops out and they drop out of the screen or there was another other day we were in a meeting and all of a sudden this person's face just froze on the screen and now I'm talking to like three people and I have one person that's just like frozen looking at me and they're not really there it's just it's just awkward right it's just weird why when you get a weak connection things get weird when you have a weak connection things get weird and so I think it's so important there has to be a strong connection between purpose and serving That's the fourth foundation I'm going to look at today, serving. There has to be a strong connection between purpose and serving because if there's a weak connection between purpose and serving, things just get weird. It just gets weird. In the kingdom, we talk about purpose, destiny, purpose, purpose. But when there's not serving attached to it, it begins to get awkward and things freeze up and people that should be in the picture drop out of the picture and everyone's talking over top of each other and who's supposed to talk and what's freezing up and there's this delay and this hesitation and this, this, this resistance in the, in, the, in the purpose because there's no good connection. So there's gotta be this strong connection between purpose and serving or things get weird. I need a connection between my purpose and it has to be connected to serving. That's the fourth foundation. That's an unshakable life, one that is built on the foundation of serving. We connect our destiny to serving. You were created with a purpose. You were created for something bigger than yourself. The Bible says that for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Your purpose is connected to serving the world God loves. God so loved the world And your purpose is totally fulfilled in serving that world that he loves. You know deep down inside of your heart that you have a purpose or you have something bigger than self. And so you're called to serve that purpose. Write this down. Destiny is a purpose you serve, not a place you seek. Destiny is a purpose you serve, not a place you seek. Destiny is not a destination. We talked about destiny last week and many people, especially in this generation, think destiny is a destination. I'm going to be CEO. I'm going to be a millionaire. I want to get married and they better be hot. Like, like all these, and they better have a six, I want a six figure job or I want to be married to someone hot that has a six figure job. That's like your destiny. (laughs) Destiny is not a destination. I remember we were interviewing somebody several years ago and they were like, yes, I want this job because I feel like I'm ready to start really telling everyone what to do. (laughs) They they wanted to be, I was like, oh, oh, so you're interviewing, you're interviewing to be king. I was like, well, well, the last I checked, there was only one spot for king in the kingdom and that's reserved for King Jesus, somebody. Come on, you might want to be CEO, but that's not a destination. Listen to me, when you make all these places the, the destiny or, or, or a destination, your destiny, then you're always working or waiting to try to get to a place. It, it's, not, it's not that. Destiny, listen to me. Destiny is a continual connection between purpose and serving. Purpose and serving. We serve. It's not, about, it's not about us getting somewhere or getting to this place of influence. A lot of people want influence. Those are byproducts of serving. Those aren't necessarily destinations. Those are, those are byproducts of serving what God's called you to serve. And if we don't, listen to me, if you don't connect 
If you do not connect purpose and serving, destiny and serving, things get weird and you begin to try to do it in your own strength. You begin to try to exalt yourself. You begin to try to promote yourself. You begin to use all these weird tactics. Um, some of them aren't bad in themselves, but when they're, when they're the way that you're trying to fulfill your purpose, it's wrong. If it's apart from serving, you're gonna network. Come on, some of y'all have the best networking skills on the planet, but you won't serve anybody. So some of you guys have the, the, the best, come on, you, you're a hustler. Come on, they're a hustler. You got all kinds of a side hustle. And you got all kinds of hustle and you're going to get to the top. You're going to get to your destination. But how many people are going to pay the price along the way to get to that place? Come on, because you aren't connected your destiny to serving. I, I know one person in the Bible that kind of did that. His name was Satan. It was kind of crazy. He began to cheat and lie and steal and do whatever he could to get to his place that he thought was his destiny. If you read in Ezekiel, it says, Satan says like all these times to himself, I will. He looked at God. He said, I will ascend. I will exalt myself. I will get to my destination. I will become like God. All these I will statements. It was this self-exaltation. He, he, he did it. And the Bible says his job description is to steal, kill, and destroy instead of actually serving his purpose. He actually went about getting to his destiny by stealing, killing, and destroying instead of serving his purpose. That is not who we are. We are not called to get to our destiny by by doing whatever it takes in our own strength. We're called to get there through serving. The Bible says the greatest, the greatest in the kingdom is is the person that serves. The least is the greatest. The only position open in the kingdom of God is that of a servant. Many people want positions in church or in the kingdom or in their, in their calling. And we're all looking for positions sometimes. The only position open in Jesus' kingdom is that, is that of a servant. And, and a lot of times we don't want that role. Like we, we think that that role is beneath us because no one sees it. No one notices that role. No one notices the servant. You know, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin said, I must decrease and he must increase. Serving is the decrease that helps you fulfill your destiny. Serving is the decrease that helps you fulfill your desires. Serving is the decrease. But yeah, nobody sees that. Nobody sees you when you're serving in in places. I mean, yeah, maybe God puts you on a platform. And there's many times before I ever walked onto a platform that I was serving in the ditches and in the the driveways and in the homes and and, and picking people up. And there's so many things behind the scenes that God used me in before there was ever a platform. It's like, a, it's like a, a, a box fan, if anybody ever has to use a box fan to sleep. Do you know that when you take a box fan, you plug it in and you turn it on and the fan begins to spin and then all of a sudden it begins to refresh everybody that's in front of that fan. Do you know that when it's actually serving its purpose, you can't see the fan blades? When a box fan is actually serving the purpose, the very thing that it was designed to do, you can't see the blades. But the minute that you can see the blades, it's actually not serving its purpose or fulfilling any refreshing on anybody that's sitting in front of it. The minute you begin to have to be seen, you've ceased to serve your purpose. The minute that you need to be noticed, you're going, I need to be noticed. No, no, no. You're just called to be obedient, not noticed. I'm just called to be obedient. And so I think the foundation is so important that we would just get serving connected to our destiny. Here's what Jesus said in the the kind of a in times talk he's given to us in Matthew 24 and 25. And I'm not going to go all uh, apocalyptic on you, but Jesus is kind of saying what it's going to look like at the end of the age. In Matthew 24, there's going to be wars and famine and rumors of wars and earthquakes and fires and, and, and plagues. And come on, we're in some crazy times. 
And Jesus is saying, this is what it's going to look like. And then Matthew 25, he says, as he wraps up the end of the age, this is what he's going to say to different people that, that did things in the kingdom. And he says this, start, starting in verse 34, <clears throat> he says, then the king will say to those on his right hand, come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in? Or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, as surely as, surely as, you, as I say to you, as, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. He says, when you did it to one of these, the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. No, notice that he did not say that you did it for me. He said you did it to me. We always think serving is doing something for God when it's actually doing something to God. We, we, we mess up serving. Like, why would God, it's confusing, like it's bizarre. Why would God, the self-sustaining creator of the universe, need us to do anything for him? Like, he, we don't have to do anything for God. Like, why would we, he's got everything he needs, but you and I were designed to actually serve. We're created to serve, but we put serving in the wrong category. Write this down. We make serving something we do for God when it is something we do to God. We make serving something we do for God when it's actually something we do to God. Jesus says right here in the scriptures, when I was hungry, when I was sick, when I was naked, he identifies himself with the person that was hungry. He says, it was me. And he goes, when I was in prison, when I needed a place to stay, when I, he didn't say, when that guy over there needed a place to stay, you did it. He doesn't say, when that person was in prison, you went and did it. When they were hungry, you went and served them. No, he identifies himself with the person struggling and the person suffering. He identifies himself with those in this story. It is him. He says, look, when you do these things, you're not doing them for me. You're actually doing them to me. So I'm going to give you two thoughts on kind of a, a, a mature progression of serving and what it looks like to understand to have this foundation of serving in our life. The first thought, the first reason we serve, number one, we serve God because of what he's done for us. We serve God because of what he's done for us. He's done so much for us. Like when I got saved, it was like, man, I'm not even worthy to serve God, but Jesus made me worthy. He did it all. And like, would I serve? Of course I was gonna serve. Like I didn't have to like pick which service I was going to. I went to all of them. Come on, somebody. I'm behind the camera so I can come at you today. I didn't have to figure out, like, if I was going to get involved or get into a connect group. I think as a, I had a full-time job. I, I, went to, I went to prison on Tuesday nights and preached. I, I helped usher. I helped hold doors. I went to prayer meetings. I led connect groups. Why? Not, not because I was trying to pay God back. You, you don't pay God back. A lot of people treat grace as this debt that has to be paid back. I'm going to pay it back. I'm going to pay it back. I'm going to pay it back. God's always, man, he gave me grace, and I just got to pay it back. I'm in the red. I'm stressed out. I'm guilty. I'm under pressure. No, 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 no. I didn't do it like that. It was like, it was just a response because of his grace gift into my life. Like, of course I'll serve. Went on mission trips and served others. And my life began to change because of what God did for me. I served him because of what he had done in my life. And it was just a response 
because of what Jesus did. So the first reason we serve is because of what Jesus has done for us. The second reason we serve is because of who he is. Not just because of what he's done for us, but because of who he is. We serve God, number two, because of who he is. Not, not because he met my needs somewhere. Not because what he did for me. Not because of how he showed up in my life. Of course, And he did. He does that all the time. He shows up in our life. But we don't just serve him because he showed up in our life. We don't serve him because he showed up and met us in a place we needed him. Listen, we serve him because of who he is. And it's interesting in this text, in, verse 20, in, in chapter 25, Jesus, Jesus says that God actually shows up in places and is in areas that we least expect him to be. He identifies with the hurting and the lost and the least. He says, I was the one in prison. I was the one hungry. I was the one that was naked. I was the one when you came and did this to me or for me, you were actually doing it to me. And, and think about this. A lot of times we serve God because of what he's done for us. But think, think, think with me. He, he's saying that he wants us to go meet him in a place that we never would have expected to find him. He's saying that a lot of times, here's my hiding place. A lot of times, if you will go and you'll actually meet me because of who I am, I want to serve God because of who he is. If you'll serve him because of who he is, you'll show up at a place and you'll actually begin to understand who he is in a place you never expected him to be who he is in that place. You'll begin to get a new understanding of who God is. Come on, it's like this. Have you ever gone to, to serve somewhere or gone on a mission trip or, or just greeted at a church door and watched people coming in or held a baby and saw the magnificence of creation or saw a grateful homeless person that didn't have anything or a, or a hungry orphan that was still happy? Come on, somebody. Like you get into these places and you're dealing with God in those scenarios. And you didn't even realize it. And so what God is saying to you and I is, don't just serve me because of what I've done for you. Serve me because I want you to meet me in a place that you never thought you'd find me. He's told us where his hiding place is and he's actually waiting for us to meet him there. I serve God because of who he is that I actually go and I get to meet him in a place I never would have understood him if I hadn't have gone to meet him in that place. He says, I'm the one that's lonely. I'm the one that's the least. I'm the one that's left behind. Serving God, listen, is not what we do for him. It's what we do to him. I want to encourage you to get that foundation in your life today, especially in this, in this season of kind of confinement or pandemic or when we're all worrying about ourselves. This is a time to begin to go, okay, I, I, I've, got to, I've got to serve. I've got to reach out. I've got to believe God that this is going to be a foundation. Serving others, that's serving God. We're a church that serves. I'm so proud of you as a church. I'm so proud of you as a people, like serving our community. And I think that that's our purpose. And purpose and serving are connected stronger than ever before. I want to close with this thought. If, if Jesus has become the point of your life, then you go from always searching to always serving. He, no, no longer do you have to get ahead on your own. No, he, if he's the point, if he's the destination, if we met him, if we found him, if, he, if he's found us, I don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to get ahead on my own any longer. I don't need a ladder anymore to climb you or to climb up to the top. I don't, need, I don't need that. If Jesus is the destination, if I'm there, I don't need a ladder any longer. If we go to hang out and we're together, I don't need anything from you. Like I'm at the destination, I'm good. Like how can I serve you? If Jesus is the point of your life, when you hang out with people, you don't need things from them. You want stuff for them. How can you serve and help them? I think Jesus came to set us free from the rat race, guys. And I think for me, 
In this season, if anything, is we're being shut down and confined. I think the rat race is slowed, but I think not just, not just us taking a breather or taking a break from the rat race. I think we need to more importantly understand that he set us free from the rat race to serve, not to get to a destination that we want to be at. To give our life to, to help and serve others as a, as a foundation in the kingdom. I want to encourage you today that the foundation of an unshakable life is serving serving God when you serve others you serve God and I want to see that so connected in my own life let's love God let's love people and let's don't let things get weird by disconnecting our 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 serving heart from our destiny destiny is not a destination it's a connection between purpose and servanthood I want to pray for you today some of you listening to me right now are kind of like you know what I've lost my passion to serve people I've lost my passion to to actually believe that I can go meet them there and serve them. I've been, I've been hurt. I was let down when I, when I used to serve. Yep, we all have been let down. You might be saying, well, I got hurt really bad when I served and, and I put myself out on a limb. Yep, we've all been hurt. You might say, well, when I, when I was serving, no one appreciated me. Yep, we've all been there. But you know, you're not, you're not serving to be seen. You're serving to be obedient and to be used in the kingdom to to walk to your destiny that God has for you and it happens through serving. So I want to pray that if you have been hurt or you've lost a passion to serve people, that God would heal every area in your heart so that you could say, you know what, God, heal me so I can serve people again. Heal me so I can trust again. Heal me so I can step out again. I know I know, I was hurt in this or I wasn't seen here or I was underappreciated here. All that's probably going to happen again. But you know what, it's not about all of that. It's about Jesus. I'm praying that God would give you boldness and passion again and healing so that you could serve people again and let that be a foundation of an unshakable life again today. I'm praying that for my life and for your life. And then secondly, if you've just never surrendered your heart to Jesus, not about paying him back, you can't. Jesus came to this planet, died on a cross, rose from the dead to give you brand new life. And let me say this to you. There's only room for one person on the throne of your heart. There's only room for one king. And many of us take the place of that king, which should be Jesus. And today, if you're ready for a fresh start in God, if you're ready to, to, to remove yourself as king, as ruler of your own life, and say, you know what, I need God. I need a fresh start in God. Would you just type fresh start into the chat right now? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if you give your life to Christ, you get a fresh start in God. Not give your life to religion or rules or regulations or church buildings or church denominations. If you give your life to Jesus Christ, you get a fresh start in God. I believe that you can have a fresh start today. If you just surrender, not, not even through serving, and you don't serve to get a fresh start, even though that's a foundation of our life, you serve, you, you get a fresh start through surrendering. Today might be a day just say, you know what, I need you, God. I need a fresh start. Maybe you've walked away from Jesus or walked away from God and you're ready to come back today. Right now, right there where you are, right there in your room, right now listening to me, you can come back to God. It's as simple as saying, I surrender. Would you type fresh start in there? If you need to surrender, just type it in right now. I want to pray for you. Would you open your heart up and pray with me right now? Father, thank you so much for serving us with your life. Thank you for giving us Jesus. I pray for everyone listening to me right now that might have lost a passion to serve people, might have been burnt or hurt or gotten angry or been overlooked felt used or abused in serving 
wherever it might be. Maybe it was at a job. Maybe it was in a marriage. Maybe it was with their children or maybe it was in their church. Maybe it was in a, in a, in a certain, certain church setting. I don't know, God. But I pray today, I pray right now that you would heal every hurt and every, every need and every area that has been overlooked or abused or hurt, God, so that you could restore a passion again to serve humanity in our hearts. I pray for somebody listening to me right now that feels like they've been overlooked for so long that God sees you and knows you. And that even though others overlooked you, God sees you and knows your sacrifice. And he has not overlooked you and he's, gonna, he's saying to you, I see you. I see you. I see the sacrifice. I see the servant heart that you have. And I'm going to get you to your destiny because of that servant's heart. I pray for a renewed passion in your heart to serve and love people. To love God and serve people. And if you're listening right now, I'm going to pray with you just for a fresh start. You can go ahead and keep typing fresh start in if you need one. But open your heart up to Jesus right now, to the Holy Spirit right now. And just say these words with me. Just say this prayer. It's as simple as just opening your heart up to surrender. No magic in the words. It's just a heart of surrender to Jesus. Pray with me right now. Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus. Jesus, I surrender. I receive you as my God, as my Savior, as my Lord. Remove all my sin and all my shame and all my guilt right now. I give you my life. Give me a brand new heart. Give me eternal life. Lord, take place on the throne of my heart as the leader and ruler of my life. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Jesus, I give you my life. Use my life to serve you the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Come on, what an awesome morning. God bless you. If you just prayed that prayer and made that decision, please continue to let us know by typing Fresh Start. We've got a free resource we want to give you. It's a Fresh Start book. We'll send a link to you. And then if you prayed that prayer just to receive passion again to serve people, I'm so proud of you. Come on, we're an unshakable church. We're going to have Mother's Day next week. My wife's going to bring the word on being an unshakable lady in the kingdom of God. You don't want to miss that. So proud of you guys. Come on, we're going to get through this. I don't know what phase we're in, but we're going to get through this and we're going to keep you informed online about when we're going to continue to meet again and everything going on in our church. So again, thank you for your engagement. Thank you for staying connected. Thank you for having a heart to serve this city and this planet in the name of Jesus. Love you guys so much.